Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, September 9th, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Timonini. And I'm arts and culture editor Ashley Steves. Ashley, you might not have known this since this is your first show okay. all week, Hi. but over on our Patreon, for all of our Patreon subscribers, we are having oh, yeah. a special giveaway uh, in which we are giving away a signed libretto from the Pulitzer and Tony Award winning musical A Strange Loop, signed by the uh, creator and writer Michael R. Jackson. Mm-hmm. If you would like to enter that giveaway, Away, you need to send an email to patreon at broadwayradio.com by Saturday, September 10th, tomorrow, depending on when you're hearing this. Uh, and we will pick a winner on Sunday, September 11th. That will be announced on this week on Broadway on Sunday, and then we'll talk about it on Monday's episode of Today on Broadway. Um, if you are a Patreon subscriber, James sent out a, uh, a message, an email. You can either get in your email or in the Patreon app with a picture of it. It is signed. It says signed copy from the Drama Bookshop. So it is real. It is in hand, and we will be sending it to the winner. So if you want to participate in that giveaway, Patreon at BroadwayRadio.com. It is only open to current Patreon members. So get if you want to enter, if you want to subscribe to our Patreon and then enter the contest, Patreon.com slash BroadwayRadio, BroadwayRadio.com slash Patreon. Pretty good. It's a yeah. pretty good prize, I think. Absolutely. As a strange loop obsessy. Yes, it is a very good one to have on the shelf. Yes, indeed. Uh, all right, let's get into the news. And we got some news that is certainly news. It's not surprising news, but it is news nonetheless. And it came from the BBC Radio 2's uh, radio program uh, hosted by Zoe Ball. Elton John appeared on the show to talk about a number of things, including yeah. his recent collaboration with Britney Spears, as well as the new Tammy Faye musical that he is doing and The Devil Wears Prada. He, of course, talked up the Tammy Faye Baker story uh, that he or musical that he is doing with Jake Shears. It's coming to the Almeida Theater. And he, as he says, quote, it's going to be pretty good, I think. Um, so we'll see about that. But turning the attention to Devil Wears Prada, he said, quote, Devil Wears Prada was in previews in Chicago, and it's not ready. It'll be ready in about another year. We can't get our theater Ooh. anyways. Uh, part of that is because he says, I'm going to open Tammy Faye before Devil Wears Prada, and I'm really excited about it. We just hope it all goes well. So uh, part of it is timing that yeah. he doesn't have the opportunity to work on it between now and then, which is something we talked about before with these sure. two shows opening up. Um, I don't think anybody is super surprised. <laughs> yeah, and everything he's got going on with Britney. So um, I don't think anyone's surprised about this based off the response and the reviews no, no, from no. Devil Wears Prada in Chicago. It is disappointing that... Um, Taylor Mon Jones and Beth Level aren't going to be able to get this show moving as quickly yeah. as we had uh, once hoped. I hope that by him saying that it won't be ready for another year, that means that it actually will happen another year because sometimes these projects kind of just get shoved to the side and forgotten yeah, I about. Don't know. I yeah. hope that's not the case, but uh, because I, like we've talked about before, between him and Shana Taub and Kate Weatherhead writing the show and directed by Anna D. Shapiro, like there's, and then throw in all the cast members, like there's a lot of really great people in this. So I hope they uh, get it figured out, but it's not a surprise that this thing is not coming directly to Broadway. Um, you know, I had originally heard it was going into the Nederlander, and we know that that's not happening because that's where um, Anne Juliet is going. So, or no, that's going to the Sondheim. What's going into the what's going into uh, 
the Niederlander. I'm getting them all confused. That on oh, my spreadsheet God. up to you. Yeah, no, I don't have it up either. Um, but I can, but I'm blanking regardless. That's all right. Um, there's uh something going in there, and I just don't remember what it is at this point. Um, and it might have been something that's not announced, which wouldn't be on any of our spreadsheets anyway. Yeah, also true. <laughs> so, um, but very interesting. Um, that he would just come, kind of come out and say that. So, but. We'll see what happens. I mean, he doesn't really have a choice because the reviews have been so poor. Like, what else are you going to say about it? It's also the thing. I can't remember when his last tour date is, but my assumption from that statement is kind of like it won't be ready for another year is kind of me. I, from that, I'm getting that he doesn't have time to work on it in the right. next year, which is understandable, and won't be able to touch it for the next year. So I don't know how much work is actually going to get done on it before it gets to Broadway is my only concern. It needs a lot of work, but I don't know how much work they're actually going to do with it. Yeah, I mean, between that and the other musical that he's open, like opening, you know, who knows what, when he'll actually have an opportunity, but uh, but we'll see. Um, yeah. going, going from a show that is apparently not coming to Broadway to one that I really, really hope does. Uh, we found out earlier this week that Muriel's Wedding, the musical, is currently undergoing a New York City lab with a presentation that will happen on next Thursday and Friday, the 15th and 16th of September. It is invite only. It is being directed by Simon Phillips and will star my old friend, Elle McLemore, or Ellie McLemore. Uh, nice. I'm assuming that the press release didn't say who she was playing but she lives in california so if she's coming all the way out to do a uh gotta be good a workshop it's probably pretty good um yeah. <laughs> and she's only really one of two name-ish broadway people in there sam gravitt being the other one i've talked about the show before mm -hmm. when we heard that this was getting a workshop a few months ago grace and i talked about it on the show but they released a cast album from the australian production and I loved it. It was so much fun. Mm, it, I it's, heard it. It's all ABBA music. I mean, so it's not dissimilar from Mamma Mia, but it was just so much right. fun. And the way they did the songs was great. I also love Mamma Mia. But yeah. um, this is a great show. Also centers around a wedding like Mamma Mia does um, in a very different way. Lots of different <laughs> okay. things happen. Um, but it's based on a uh, a film that starred Tony Collette, an Australian film um, from 1994 that starred, starred her and Bill Hunter and Rachel Griffiths. But if you haven't found oh, that yeah if you haven't found that cast album like check it out i'm sure it's streaming oh, everywhere it is so good it is so much fun it is just you know abba music done in a fun way and i talked yesterday about the fact that like a lot of musical theater shows that use popular music kind of make me cringe a little bit they give me the 100 oh, they give me the yeah. glee feeling i don't think yeah, that's yeah. true for abba especially like you know a lot of times music from that era was very theatrical anyway and abba definitely I was gonna does say, it's already camp so yes. you're not gonna be taking the music itself seriously regardless 100%. Yeah. yeah so that's a lot of fun so if you'd like um mama mia highly 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 recommend nice. Ramirez's wedding and uh, hopefully we'll find out about this soon i i i know that Elliot had been in new york but she hadn't really said why she was there mm. i'm so very excited that she got Secrets. this uh going on but uh, all right let's go from new york to Chicago, and this is following up on a story that we had previously talked about, and it revolves around Chicago's Victory Gardens Theater that has been engulfed with accusations of toxic behavior and a lack of transparency over the past few months, including the staff seeking union representation. Well, we had heard that 
Previously, the artistic director, um, Ken Matt Martin, had been placed on indefinite leave and that the final candidate for the open position of executive uh, executive director, Marissa Lynn Ford, had withdrawn, had withdrawn from the process, leading to scores of resignations from the yeah. different folks that worked there. Well, the remaining 16 employees of the theater who had been um, trying to unionize and had filed a petition with the National Labor Relations Board have effectively been terminated. The staff Jeez. received a termination notice uh, on September 7th, stating that uh, as part of a general reduction in workforce due to the lack of business and operational needs and a change in VGT's business model, such that your current position has been eliminated. Um, I mean, what a mess. I, I That's, Yeah, all I really had to say about that. At Just this completely. point... At this point, like, I don't know how you go on. Your reputation has been so tarnished, not only in the community yep. in terms of, like, the artistic community, but I would imagine this trickles over into, like, your donors and your subscribers and your audiences. Like, I don't know how oh, they yeah. go on. They've got a major mess to clean up now. If it's even possible to clean it up. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a story that obviously we've been talking about. I don't know what's next, if there is anything next, but if there is, obviously we will. I don't think they do either. I mean, I, what do you do at this point? Yeah. Like you've pretty much just ruined your entire reputation as a pretty respectable, you know, regional theater company. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Anyway. All right. So let's go from Chicago now to the big screen as... Yeah, we're bouncing all over the place. We we are as the latest um, stage screen adaptation of one of Florian Zeller's family sagas. Um, yes. Uh, this one is The Son. Of course, he previously had The Father that was turned mm-hmm. into a, uh, a, a big screen film that led to Anthony Hopkins winning an Academy Award. Yes, indeed. Um, this is also part of the... The set of plays that involved The Mother, which was a huge mm-hmm. hit um, in New good. York City. Yes, this one is a prequel to The Father, and it stars Hugh Jackman, Laura Dern, Vanessa Kirby, um, Zen McGrath, Hugh Corshi, and the aforementioned Sir Anthony Hopkins. It originally um, was released on the 7th, so earlier this week, officially at the Venice International Film Festival, and it will be released in the United States on November 11th. Um, I will run through Nobody's just a handful spitting on Anthony Hopkins so I mean Harry did a really good job of kind of diffusing that when he got back onto his tour. Yeah. But anyway, um, uh, let's read through some of these reviews. And I'm just going to do a couple of them really quickly to give you kind of a uh, an overview of the uh, of the reviews. Um, David Rooney from The Hollywood Reporter said, quote, this is Jackman's movie. He makes Peter's helplessness intensely moving as he keeps trying against mounting odds and false breakthroughs to communicate with a child who remains out of reach. Sadly, that goes for the son as much as the son, the first son being the movie um so mm. rooney kind of thinks that acting is great but the story kind of seems a little distant from the emotional impact that perhaps the father had in 2020 pete hammond from deadline said quote jackman went after this role when he heard a film version was in development and for good reason it is the most impressive dramatic performance of his career one he jumps into with no movie star filter i think this is an opportunity that Hugh Jackman probably has probably been looking for for a long time. I think he has made his name, obviously, sure. as a big budget action star and a musical theater star. But having 
having the opportunity to really sink his teeth into a a really deep dramatic role is something that while he's done at times they've often been more sure. in thrillers but not in like legit dramas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so i think this is really interesting um last one seth green from the bbc said quote um, it isn't to say that the sun is an unmitigated disaster or even anything that feels like showy Oscar bait. It is a flawed film with a kind heart, but a significantly less imp- impressive progeny of the father's talky triumph. Like father, like son. Sadly, that hmm. doesn't seem to be the case. So I nice. loved the father. We talked about it here on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Big old and, round table. Yeah. And it was just one of those shows that like really just or films that just kind of like threw mm. you for a loop. It was tough to keep up with on purpose because it's about a, someone yeah. dealing with dementia. Um, so it sounds like this show has its heart in the right or this film. I keep saying show um, has has <laughs> its heart. In, yeah, it's based hazard. on a play. Yeah, um, like it's it has its its heart in the right place. Just doesn't live up to the impressive adaptation that preceded it a couple years ago. And I think it's partially a consequence of the son being the last in the trilogy. The mother came out in 2010 and mm-hmm. the father came out in 2012. Technically it was in New York in 2016. Um, and then the son just came out a few years ago. So in London, at least. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think it was a consequence of uh, Zeller, especially wanting to tie this all together and tidy it up. And maybe it's not as strong as, the father and the mother are both on paper or on paper and on screen in the case of the father because I think both of those are really great plays I haven't read the son yet but I'll get to it before I see the film I'm sure absolutely all right let's talk about some very weird wild all over the place bits of news uh, here in this final section let's start off with a report from deadline and it says that Kristen Chenoweth you know her Kenny Ortega who you probably also know mm-hmm. um they are teaming up for a docu-series, 1,300 Miles to Broadway. It is inspired by Kristen Chenoweth's Broadway Boot Camp, which is something she does in her hometown of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, every year. That introduces 8th to 12th graders to the world of performing arts through masterclasses and acting, singing, and dancing, um, and all of the emotional journeys that go along with that for future performances Turmoil. or performers. Yeah. yeah. Um, she brought in her personal concert director as well as Broadway director, actor, and producer Richard J. Alexander, who uh, I've worked with a little bit on occasion um, to kind of help through like stuff he's done here in Orlando. He's uh-huh. really good friends with uh, Rob Diamond, the owner of Broadway World. So I Heard was hooked him. up with him when uh, Richard J. actually opened the uh, he did the show that opened the Dr. Phillips Center here in Orlando. So I got a lot Ooh. of behind the scenes access yeah. to that because of that. Uh, but anyway, um, they are going to be turning this into a doc series no word as to when or where that will air slash stream but i feel like with kristen chenoweth and kenny ortega's connections to disney this feels like a disney plus kind of property Uh, either the disney side or the discovery plus side like nothing in between yeah, I mean, well, Kristen Chenoweth actually did host um, the uh, Candyland competition series on Discovery Plus. Yeah. Uh, actually, I, that was probably on Food Network, uh, but it is on, I oh, watched maybe. it on Discovery Plus. But um, Kenny Ortega uh, has, still does a lot of work for Disney Channel, including on High School Musical, Musical the oh, series. Yeah. Kristen Chenoweth played one of, if not the main villain, in the Descendants series of, of movie musicals. Oh, yeah. So um, I feel like it's probably heading to Disney Plus. But well, isn't everything. I mean, it's fine. 
fine. I subscribe to everything. I don't care where it goes. Uh, I just, I just, I mooch off someone else's Disney Plus, so that's fine. There you go. I also, after (laughs) long waiting to do so, I finally subscribed to uh, Hallmark Movies Now. Uh, Oh, wow. I did it. I didn't used to do it because, like, I had DVR'd everything I, exactly, but I was yeah. like, well, they have some things on there that don't air very often, so I want to get those. It's not a great Can't archive. Miss any of them? Oh well, no, they, no, because they are different rights for things. So some of those older movies didn't have the streaming rights attached, so it's a little bit of a mess. So they don't have everything that I want, but. I've still got to have my home. I, mean, so. I was going to say, can't miss out on any of that. No, I can't. I literally They're so buried. Don't you dare come after my Hallmark movies. <laughs> I was I was talking with a friend um, uh, who is the assistant sports editor for the Columbus Dispatch on, on Thursday. And we were talking about Hallmark movies. And they've replaced a baking series for me. This is the thing I turn on at night. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I've gone through every baking series that I like uh, that's available say, on the stream. I can't I've say anything because I've watched every food series on yeah, this planet. Exactly. So. But what they are is they just – they're something I can turn on while I work in the evening that, like, it's always entertaining. But yeah. I don't have to pay super close attention to. And – I'm probably going to cry at some point in every episode. So <laughs> Guaranteed. There you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Something that would absolutely make me cry in an interview with Variety, the great and the good Kelly Clarkson revealed that she wants to come to Broadway. She said, quote, absolutely. I, ha- I have dreams of maybe Broadway one day and I have different dreams I've had since I was a kid. I don't know how it's all going to pan out. I do the show for years talking about her, her syndicated talk show. If we're lucky enough to have the legacy that these other people have, but at the same time, that doesn't mean I can't do Broadway in a summer. That doesn't mean I can't have that gypsy mentality and change it up. We don't say gypsy anymore. We say legacy, uh, Kelly, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Get her on. I don't care what it is. Get her on Broadway. I Anything. will live in New York for whatever summer she does while she's on hiatus from her talk show. Like, literally get her there. I will move into the theater. She is. I'm trying to think what I would perfect. want her in, but she could do anything. I don't care. I love she could. her. I don't care what yeah. she does. I mean, yeah. like, she's used to be in kind of semi sort of related to um, Reba McIntyre through marriage and management yeah. and all this stuff. Get her in the next revival of Annie Get Your Gun. Oh my God. Absolutely. We'll Do see. it right now. Yeah, Produce I'm, it. Yeah. I, 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 love, Come on. If, I don't think <laughs> I have the money to do that, but if I did, I would. Well, um, we'll see. We all need to get our lives together then first before Kelly Clarkson comes to Broadway. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, and some other news. Yesterday, we got some uh, details about different things coming to Audible's new line of theatrical releases. Included in them is Mrs. Wickham which is a uh, a new audio drama performed by the great, uh, I believe, Oscar nominee Jesse Buckley and yeah. Johnny Flynn. It puts a spin on Jane Austen's classic novel Pride and Prejudice and takes an imagined look from the perspective of Elizabeth Bennett's younger sister, Lydia. Um, okay. <laughs> Yep, Gilly Gilly is another one, which reunites Olivier Award-winning actress Cush Jumbo with Tony nominee mm. Phyllida Lloyd, who, of course, directed mm-hmm. the original production of Mamma Mia. Um, that is in there as well. We also have The Comedians, which is a, it's a story told through individual stand-up acts featuring uh, Drew Drogi, who's been a, a, a guest nice, here yep. on Broadway Radio before. And we also have New York City, An Evening with Ali Stroker and An Evening with uh. Amber Amon. I remember Rob. Rizal went and saw the Amber Mon concert and was blown away. That was like the first time he'd ever seen oh, yeah, her concert. Yeah, yeah. And he just raved about how good it was. So those totally. are all available on Audible now. You can get them there. Get them in your ear holes. And finally, to make this thing even more wacky, 
on Thursday, the complete cast for the 31st season of Dancing with the Stars was announced. Oh, boy. And while we already knew that Broadway alum and TV icon Alfonso Ribeiro had joined Tyra Banks as a co-host for the show, a couple Broadway alums are joining the cast oh. of Dancing with the Stars, including former Masked Singer champion, sorry, spoiler alert, Wayne oh, Brady. Wow. Wayne oh, Brady is joining the cast. I needed to cast. catch up on Masked Singer. He just uh, ruined it for me. Sorry, not sorry. Also joining the cast is former um, Waitress and in the Heights star, Jordan Sparks, who also was on Ooh. not The Masked Singer, but on The Masked Dancer. Um, of course. The, the one season the of that. franchise. She was the, the exotic The multiverse. Bird. The Masked Singer. The Masked Multiverse, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's in there. So um, those are the people that I will be rooting for. We've also got like. I mean, gotta. Cheryl Ladd is in there. A bunch of reality stars, which I don't care about. Sure. Um, but Selma Blair is probably another one that I'm really excited about. Ooh. Good for her. She's been going through health issues uh, yeah. in the last few years, which she has chronicled in a documentary. But I, my love for Cruel Intentions makes me a lifelong Selma Obviously. Blair fan. So got to love that. All right. That is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. Don't forget, get your entries into our contest to win a signed libretto from A Strange Loop. Email Patreon at BroadwayRadio.com. By the end of day on Saturday, we will draw a winner on Sunday. So do not be late. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. And we'll be back to talk to you on Monday. 